Today's feast day is the presentation of the Blessed Virgin Mary. It's not the fourth, the fourth joyful mystery presentation of Jesus in the temple. It's the presentation of Mary herself by her parents, Jochum and Anne. After Mary was born, she spent some time with her parents. And when she was a young girl, they brought her to the temple. They presented her there. She lived in the temple apartments. Kind of like a prefigurement of today's religious sisters. Two-verse gospel for the Mass today, Luke 11. And it came to pass, as Jesus spoke these things, a certain woman from the crowd lifted up her voice and said to Jesus, Blessed is the womb that bore thee, and the paps that gave thee suck. But Jesus said, Yea, rather, blessed are they who hear the word of God and keep it. Blessed are they that hear the word of God and keep it. Mary, being the mother of God, was a singular grace. Only one person on planet Earth ever got that grace of being the mother of God. That's Mary. No one will ever get that grace but her. That's a singular grace. But the grace to hear the word of God and keep it is available to all. Hearing the word of God is pretty much the easy part. Open up your Bible. Open up your catechism. Read. The problem comes in keeping it. And one way to help you keep the word of God is mental prayer. Ingest the word of God into you. Pick up your Bibles. Pick up your catechism. Take it in. And then meditate on it. Think about it. You'll be much better equipped to keep the Word of God then. Here's Baltimore Catechism number 3 on prayer. What are the fruits of prayer? It says, Prayer strengthens our faith. Prayer nourishes our hope. Prayer increases our love for God. Prayer keeps us humble. Prayer merits grace and atones for sin. Jesus gained for us all this grace through his crucifixion. All this potential atonement for our sins, but it's, it's, it, it has to be drawn out through prayer. Like that one prayer. Eternal Father, we offer you the body, the blood, the soul, the divinity of your Son, Jesus Christ, in atonement for our sins. See, prayer can atone for sins as it, as, as it draws the merits of Christ down onto our souls. It says, why should we pray when God knows our needs. It says, we pray not to remind God or tell him what we need, but to acknowledge that God is the supreme giver. To adore and worship him by showing our entire dependence upon him for every gift to soul or body. So, you know, we got the four kinds of prayer, adoration, thanksgiving, reparation, and petition, and we like to focus on petition because of our self-centeredness, we really need to uh, focus on the adoration part. I mean, God, God, God wants our petitions. He tells us to give Him petitions. But we need to give Him the adoration, the thanksgiving, and the reparation first. Then go into the petitions. How can you simply adore God? Glory be. It's a prayer of adoration. Send one of those up. Then begin your prayers. Let your petitions flow, but give God adoration.
Give him thanksgiving. Give him reparation. And the final one says, Why does the church conclude most of its prayers with the words, Through Jesus Christ our Lord? All those collects you hear in the Mass always end, Through Jesus Christ our Lord. It says the church concludes most of its prayers that way, Through Jesus Christ our Lord, because it is only through Jesus' merits that we can obtain grace, and because there is no other name given to men whereby we must be saved. Latin for the day is adveniat, regnum, tum. Come, kingdom yours, thy kingdom come. In this petition, St. Pius X, he teaches us that we're asking God for three things. When we say, thy kingdom come, we're praying to live in the state of sanctifying grace. We're praying for the propagation of the deposit of faith throughout the whole world. And we're asking for the beatific vision at our particular judgment. Advenia regnum tum. Thy kingdom come.